Hello, friends, and welcome to the 46th episode of From Impossible to Inevitable. I am your host, Megan Bauer. Thank you so much for pushing play and joining me today. As a reminder, there are links in the show notes for you. One of them includes a download that I have created for you that goes along with this podcast. So be sure to check the show notes for that. And um, there's a YouTube version. If you're unaware of that and you're new to the show, there's a link to those to the YouTube version of every episode in the show notes. So today I am really excited to share with you a passion of mine, and that is journaling, the practice and power of journaling. I have journaled all of my life off and on. There are some years and seasons in which I have been super diligent about it, and some years and seasons in which I really haven't, and there's really not a notebook to be found that documents that time in my life, and that's okay. That's just how it goes sometimes. However, I know that the years and seasons in which I journal are the years and seasons that are the best. I improve the most, I develop the most, I move forward the most. And the times that I don't journal as consistently consistently are not as progressive. They're not as inspiring. Um, they're sometimes even the more depressing parts of my story. And, you know, those are just not saying that I'm not haven't had depressing moments in both situations and happy moments in both situations. It's just when I wasn't journaling, those are more pervasive feelings. And I have come up with three categories that you can journal in. So as you're getting started journaling, you can turn to these categories and ask yourself which one would serve you the most. I would invite you, truly invite you to try out the practice of journaling. Just give it it a chance. And when I ask you to give it a chance, I'm not talking about just, you know, I'm going to try it today and see how it goes. Give yourself a commitment of a length of time. I would encourage you to give yourself three or six months to really see how journaling can impact how you're feeling, your outlook on life, and your mood, and the way you feel towards others and yourself, and give yourself the opportunity to acknowledge how journaling makes, how it affects you overall, because it really will add up in a, um, in an exponential way. So the more you journal, the more often, the more frequent the faster you're going to notice an impact. Now, I was really tempted to look up statistics and research and all sorts of stuff on journaling because I know it's out there. I've heard it and I've read it and I know it's there. And I really feel like if you need the statistics and the research for or against journaling, you can go out there and you can find what it is that you need to either, you know, validate how you feel or to you know sway you it doesn't matter to me it's all out there for you so you can go find it um if that is something that you need however i want to share my experience and my encouragement in this because i know that 
journaling can make a huge impact. And the printable that I've made for you, this download that I have for you is kind of a get started list. I have created the three categories and five questions in each category to help you really get started with this so that you don't feel like, oh, where do I start? Hi, my name is Megan. I was born on December 21st. Like, (laughs) you don't need to do that. Just start where you are today. Start with the date and then just begin. It's for you. You don't need to impress your journal. It's not something you're going to submit somewhere. It's just for you to help you with whatever it is that you need right now. And it's a tool and it's a really useful tool. It's a really easy tool. It's a really portable tool. One more note about journaling before we jump in is I really encourage you to journal by hand there. Again, there's research out there that you can go find about the brain, hand, physical reality connection that actually helps you process and move through your feelings and emotions and um, really helps you kind of detangle life. And you can get some of that by typing, but it's not going to be, you're not going to get the full effect of it. And I get it. Typing things out feels so much easier. It's so much more efficient, but we're not going for a word count here. We're going for improvement. We're going for progress. We're going for development. And you will get the most impact from actually writing things through. Now, as far as documenting your life, sure, go ahead and type that out or, um, you know, speak it out or whatever it is that's easy for you. But as far as you need journaling as a tool for yourself, please write it. Please give it a try. Give it your best effort in order for you to have the best return. Okay, so I, like I said, I have these three categories that I've created for you, and they happen to be three R's, which of course I just think of reduce, reuse, recycle, and that's really cool too. So if you remember that they're R's by reduce, reuse, recycle, more power to you. I hope that works. But again, I've got these on a printable for you. So you can post that somewhere or slide it in your journal to help you as you get started. And I have five questions in each category so that it relieves some of the pressure. So just write the date, write the question that most resonates with you or the prompt that most resonates with you and just go and just start now, start here and just move forward. Okay, so the first section, section, category, category. The first category is release. And there's two things I want to share about release. Primarily releasing in your journal has to do with releasing negative emotions, negative feelings, or negative situation, or some sort of negative experience. Now it could be triggered by something, maybe something happened that was terrible and you're, you need to work through it. Or maybe you just, you're feeling funky and you want to work through that so that it doesn't weigh on your day. Um, All of that counts. So the first question is, what am I feeling 
and why. And this process of defining can be really, really enlightening because sometimes what you're feeling doesn't actually have a basis. And once you realize that there's no reason for you to be feeling negative, you can just let it go. Or you can just call it out and be like, I feel sad and I'm not sure why, but I'm riding the sad wave until it goes away. And you can tell people that. And you can't like hormones are a real thing and they mess with your emotions and that's all a real thing. And if you're just like, I'm hormonal and I don't know why, then that's okay too. But give yourself the opportunity to explore. Do you really not know why? Or are you using that as a cop out and you actually do? Because if you actually do, then freaking work through it and let it go so that you can feel better. Now we're not going for a hundred percent better. We're going for a little bit better. We're going for an improvement. Again, I've got a bunch, oh, not a bunch. I've got five questions um, for you to think about as you strive to release these negative feelings, emotions, or situation. Um, another great question is what am I afraid of? Fear has been a prevalent emotion in my life this year, and this has been a really interesting question to journal on, and I want to tell you a little story real quick about my four-year-old. She said the most astounding thing one day, and it really surprised me, and made me think about what I'm afraid of differently. She said, I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of falling on my face. So she took this idea. Instead of saying, I'm afraid of heights, she actually boiled it down to what her real fear is as specifically as possible. So she's not afraid of being up high. What she's afraid of is falling specifically on her face. She's not necessarily afraid of falling on her bum or on her feet. She's afraid of falling on her face. So if you can take your fear, you're like, are you afraid of heights? If you are, what's your act? Like, what's the underlying fear? Are you really truly afraid of being up high? Or are you more afraid of maybe breaking a bone, maybe breaking your neck? if you fell. Really interesting reframe there. So that's one of the questions I have for you. And it's a really good one to consider, especially when you're feeling fear. So the second category is respond. So this is when you have questions in your head that you want to respond to. So Oftentimes when we have a question in our head, it just kind of pings around and then you get in this thought loop and you're not actually thinking through your response. You're getting hung up somewhere and you're rethinking the same thing because you're distracted. Maybe you're folding laundry or dealing with a kid or whatever, and you're not actually making progress on the question. So maybe the question is you're experiencing something and you want to change your perspective on it or you want to look for the lesson in it. Or my favorite is this, if I want to experience something different, what can I change? Big hint on that one is there's always something you can do. You can change your outlook, you can change your perspective, you can change your actions, you can change how you respond. 
there's always something that you can do. So you use a response category question when you have something that you want to respond to. And maybe none of my response category questions resonate with you. That's fine. Use whatever question you have going on in your head right now and write through it, write through the possibilities, write through the best case scenario, the worst case scenario and everything in between if you, should, if you feel that way. And sometimes the answer to your response will be that you need to release and that's great. So, you know, figure that out and then figure out how to release it and feel a little bit better about whatever it is that you're experiencing. The last situation is record. This one comes to my mind all the time, especially when I have friends come to me and tell me about really cool experiences or life-changing experiences or something that has really cemented their belief or their faith in something. And I will say, have you written this down? And because I know the power of preserving those feelings and those experiences, I know that. I know there's power in preserving those things. And going back later to those written records to get strength and encouragement to move forward on whatever you're experiencing currently. So write down the things that are incredible or even miraculous. Write down what you want to create. This is a recording is such a cool category because you can reflect on the past, the the hard and the good and the lessons you've learned. You can reflect on all of that. You can look back and be like, this event that happened was really crappy at the time. But now that I'm looking back on it, I'm really glad it happened because then this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. And I wouldn't trade those things for that bad experience. And you can use this record category to dream of what do you want to create? How do you want to move forward? What do you want to experience? What do you want your life to be? And record what you want to do to get there and how you want to get there. Journaling can be incredibly powerful and it's so simple. It's so portable and you can really do it wherever, whenever, however you're feeling and it's there to serve you. So I hope you download the printable that I have made for you. I hope it helps you and I hope that it encourages you through the tough times and the good times. And um, that's what I've got for you today. (laughs) All right. Thank you again for listening in. I appreciate you. And I hope you have a great day with all the sparkly things. Bye for now.